0: Podcast Season 2, Episode 41, The First Dominoes to Fall with Maddie and Smitty, brought to you on the Inside the Rink Podcast Network. InsideTheRink.com is your one-stop shop for all your NHL and ECHL news, insight, and analysis. Follow on Twitter at Inside underscore the underscore rink. Download the Inside the Rink app and subscribe to the Inside the Rink YouTube page to watch our episodes on YouTube. Smitty will tell you how to sign up
1: for ESPN Plus. Yeah, you can sign up for ESPN Plus uh, by going to the Inside the Rink website. Go to slash ESPN and sign up today. I have ESPN Plus. I love all the Major League Baseball, soccer, college sports, UFC, and much, much more. So sign up for ESPN Plus at slash ESPN. All right, it's Wednesday night
0: and the beginning of the NHL draft. The Bruins will not select until Thursday at 92 unless they can jump back into round number two, uh, which doesn't seem likely. Uh, and right now the cap projections before we get started. So if Mike Riley is sent down to the AHL, you have 12,087 thousand five hundred dollars in cap space you need two left wings a center a right wing and you have four
1: RFAs <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna have to make some other moves. I, I heard some. I heard some rumblings today that uh, that people were saying, "Oh, there's at least one more move coming to clear cap space. Whether that's possibly Grizzlick, I've heard, uh, possibly linked to Nashville. Uh, that could be something to monitor. Uh, you know, during the during the draft here in the next few days. Uh, I've heard all Mark's name mentioned. Uh, all, with the with the Pittsburgh Penguins which would be interesting to trade them uh within the conference mm-hmm. I'm not something sure that's something uh you know you would want to do to have a guy uh on a you know Sidney Crosby's team there that with an axe grind against you um so no. uh I mean but if but if it's the best deal if you can if you can get some you know quality uh players in return you know maybe that's something you uh you look at but uh yeah there's some there's some moves still to be made because they they uh, they need to clear some space still because they have a lot of uh, pending guys and, and RFA's like you said that they need to uh, to <laughs> to to field the team. Honestly, they they got quite a few uh, spots to fill uh, to field the team. So you could be looking at a youth movement or you could be looking at um, you know clearing some space and and trying to uh, bring in some more veteran uh, talent. <laughs> Why does it feel to me like we're caught in between again, the Don Sweeney way? Like,
0: why? Why does it feel like? Look, are you going to go with the the young guys, or are you going to go with a bunch of one year deal old veteran guys? Does that make you any better than it would? Um, does that make much sense? I mean, I, I, I wh- here's the thing. Why is it so difficult just to to to, to trade Matt Grislick to try to trade Derek Forboard and then to to buy out Riley and gain what's that, eight million bucks and, and add on to that. So now you're at like twenty million bucks. Yeah. And now you're at a now you're in a better way. Like why is this so
1: difficult? It shouldn't be. I mean, no, I really I, it, it, really, it really shouldn't be. And, and, and if it's me, I'm, I mean, as much as everybody says, I mean, we may talk about this later, but I'm trading Omar, too. I am. Y- yes. He's ne- you're never going to get more for him than you would get for him right now. He's Correct. never going to have a better season than he had last year. Correct. He's getting up in age. Um, so, you know, go for the youth movement. You know, bring in Swayman. If you want to sign a veteran backup goaltender to mentor Swayman or, or take, the, take the games for short money, fine. You can do that. Um, but just don't have it be as much as Olmark was getting paid, and then there's a cap savings. It's really not that difficult. If you want to see if Swayman's your guy going forward, see if Swayman's your guy. Don't half-ass it. Uh, so I, I'm for trading Omar too. Then you, then you're talking about, you know, 25 million, or maybe you get something good in return. Maybe you get a player to fill a different need in return.
0: You know what? I, I I'm with you. I, I just don't, it, it seems to me they're running back with the same goalies again. So now you're at eight, eight to $9 million in goalies. Um, you know, by, why? I don't know when you're cap strapped why you need to do that. I don't know. You don't. Um, and, and the thing is, and I've mentioned this to you before, and this is my biggest concern was that Don Sweeney does not like to do hockey trades. And this is why I was really cautious about people were saying, well, they may trade this guy and they may try to make some real hockey trades and really move this roster around and really get some, some other players in here. And I I just didn't think it was going to happen. And I still think think I'm right. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that he is so adverse to making a really risk-reward hockey trade that it's just not going to happen.
1: I it, it probably isn't, and it, and it's too bad because you you know you look around the league and you look at some some trades that other people make. You know Vegas coming off a Stanley Cup championship trades Riley Smith, uh, for like a third rounder, trying to clear some space, and then they sign they re-sign Barbashev to a five you know five years five five million dollar deal. So they basically yeah. picked the guy they wanted, they cleared the room, and they got him signed. You know, yeah. it, the Bruins they talk about Bertuzzi and wanting him back. Do you really want the guy back you just traded Hall? It, you know, so if you want that cap space to go to, to Bertuzzi, like make it happen. Sign the guy mm-hmm. and then, yeah. you know, clear some other space so that you can fill out the rest of your roster. But like if you if you're happy with that guy and that's a guy you want on your team long term, he's only 25 or 6, you know. He's cheaper, he's younger, than... In Hall, uh, and and he's the type of player you want. Then then sign the guy and worry about the cap after that.
0: You could get if you if you did what I just said and what you just said, you could get the twenty five million dollars in cap space, mm-hmm. and you could sign Bertuzzi. You could sign Frederick for two million bucks. You could sign Lauco for a million bucks. You yeah. can sign Swayman for four sure. million bucks, and you'd still be you'd still be cooking with gas. Like you'd still be right there. You'd still be. You still be have you still have some maneuvering you could do, um, you know. And I just, I just, I don't know what the hell is going on now. It may all take shape, and, and Grizzly may go. I did look at if if you mentioned Nashville. Nashville is picking forty sixth in day two, so you know maybe Grizzly and something for that second round pick. Maybe that's what they're looking at. I don't know. I mean, if that's if Nashville is connected to him. That would make sense to get sure. into forty six and get a decent, you know, de- decent prospect there. which you're going to need because you're, you're, once these guys come up, like like Merkulov and, and Lysel and some of these guys, then you're then you're waiting for Poitras, you know. So you, you still you're you're thin again at prospect with no draft picks.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, even, even less next year. Yeah, I mean, their 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 draft prospect pool is not great. Uh, no. You know, that's been that's been bandied a bow for a while, you know, they're towards the bottom of the league or at the bottom of the league in most, uh, you know, experts opinion. Uh, so uh, they don't have much in the pipeline. So it is like, once this wave comes up of, you know, the Lysels and the Merkelovs and the low rise uh, after that, you know, you're waiting on Poitras and maybe Harrison and, and, you know, a couple Frederick Brunet, a couple guys. Um, but after that, there's not much there. So, you know, you have to go the undrafted free agent route. Cause you, cause like you said, they don't have any picks. Um, so so. no, so, um, you know, it's hitting on later round guys, which how many of those can you do? How, how you can't expect to hit on late round guys and have those guys be productive NHL players. It's just not the way it works. So, um, yeah, they, they have to find some ways to get back into the, you know, the top half of this draft, maybe, um, you know, round two earlier in round three package some picks to move up maybe um and and do some things that way but uh you know as far as like down the road future for this team not bright really I mean at at the you know that the foundational pieces are there but it's do they have enough to build around those guys are they gonna have to sign them all in free agency and if that's the case you know then you're up against the cap and that whole kind of cycle continues yeah, it does. And, you know, I I did some research for an article on
0: uh, Inside the Rink about the 92nd pick. And the only 92nd pick in the last 40 years was Casey Sezikis. And, and, and Enrico Ciccone was the second most notable in the last 40 years at 92. So
1: there you have it, because yeah. has like eighty-seven goals of his career. Like, yeah, he's a it. he's a fourth-line banger, time. guys. Yeah, that's yeah. what. You, so at at ninety-two, you're not looking at an impact top-six guy. You're looking no. at a at a fourth line. Possibly, you know, fringe NHLer that's going to fill a role for you. You know, can you find a guy that, right? (laughs) Can you find a guy that hits? Can you find a guy that penalty kills? Can you find a guy that's fast? Whatever the case may be, something like that. Or a developmental guy, you know, maybe you 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 do like they've done in the last few drafts and you take like an overager that's playing um, in a league and is is dominating and maybe that translates, um, you know, like a little rye. He was playing, you know, he was he was an older kid playing in a league and he was and he was doing really well. And, and you know, maybe that translates. So, uh, you know, <laughs> like we said, you know, you, they they need to to do some things here cap wise in order to field a productive team because it's not going to be coming from their draft pool. It really isn't.
0: No, it's not. And, and if, if you have, you're picking in the third round now and then next year, I think they don't pick till the fourth round. I think first, second, and third are all gone yeah. next year. So that's uh, alarming. Uh, All right. Seven chirps, sponsored by Lobster Brewing. Lobster Brewing and Tasting Room in downtown Woonsocket, Red Island, specializing in small batch ales and lagers. It's open seven days a week. Use the coupon code sports to get 10% off your online order. Go to lobsbrewing.com. Follow them on social media at Lobster Brewing for new beers and events. Chirp number one, Taylor Hall and the rights to sign Nick Foligno. To a four million dollar contract, <laughs> yeah. <It was> traded <laughs> traded to Chicago for RFA defenseman Ian Mitchell and Alex Regula, six million dollars in cap relief. Thoughts
1: on this deal? I like the idea of the cap relief. I don't really love giving Hall up, especially if and by all accounts uh, Bertuzzi's going to hit the open market. You know, it, it'd be one thing if you had Bertuzzi in your back pocket, but letting Hall go and not replacing. You know, that top six, top nine left wing. Not great. I don't love that at all. Uh, So, you know, the depth of the team takes a hit with that. You do have, you know, get some RFA, right defense, depth prospects, which is great. Uh, I guess um, Montgomery had Ian Mitchell in Denver in college. And uh, so he knows that player and and he's played well for Montgomery. So, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a fresh start thing there. uh, New team. Um, you know, maybe he makes the, makes a club, you know, Clifton's probably not going to be back. So maybe he makes the club as your, you know, third pair, right D he's more of a puck mover than kind of the nasty guys that we, uh, are looking for. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really love it overall other than the clearing of the cap space. If they do something with that cap space, maybe I'll change my mind.
0: Yeah, I mean, it all comes down to the cap space. They have to do something with it. And I hope it's not just, I hope it's not, they didn't buy themselves enough just to sign like Frederick and Swayman. <laughs> like, I, I hope I, you know, I, I want them to clear more cap space. I don't mind that the Hall deal in that. You know he's he's getting a little older. I think he's thirty one or so, and uh, he he played admirably here. He played well here, and at at times played really well here. And um, you know they get a couple of defensemen, and I think they're French defensemen, and probably always will be. But some some depth, like you said, on the right side, I don't I don't mind it, um, and I think it's the right idea. But to me, it needs to be one of three or four salary dumps that gets you into a position where you can go get an actual hockey player <laughs> that can that can be an impact hockey player. And you can do that by continuing the kind of salary dump um, with with Allmark and Grizzlick in Forbort, uh and then go ahead and, and get someone who actually is a viable candidate to be a top six forward or a you know a top four defenseman or whatever. Like someone who's really could really make an impact on the team. That's, that's my problem with it. So in theory I get it and I don't mind it, but I, I do mind it if it really just cleared just enough space, you know, just to sign like, yeah, to keep your own guys, you know, to keep your own guy, like just to run it back with the same crew that I have a problem with. I have a, I have a problem with that. Um, Trip number 2 Shane Bowers we hardly knew you, traded to the New Jersey Devils for AHL defenseman Riley Walsh Walsh has been a good
1: AHL defenseman could provide some depth as well I I actually really like this move because Bowers has regressed since his uh you know initial Uh, professional season or whatever, had a really good first year, I think with, uh, in the avalanche system and then kind of has gone, uh, down and down and down and, and really didn't do much of anything in Providence last year. Uh, so to get a guy who's had, um, back to back 40 point seasons in the AHL, um, and he was blocked with the Devils, So I think that was part of the reason that he did not, um, see NHL time with them. Uh, they have a really good right side in New Jersey. So, um, you know, maybe that's a little bit of an underrated, really good move there by Sweeney. And, and maybe he's the one who ends up as your, you know, third pairing right D um, uh, in, with the Bruins next year in, in a, you know, kind of a, you know, a pretty good move there, I think.
0: Yeah. One of these guys, I don't, I can't remember which one it was, played for Montgomery at Denver. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Mitchell. It was Mitchell. Mitchell, yeah. Um, So there's some history there, too. Uh, But, yeah, again, you know, they're loading up, obviously, on the defenseman. But that would tell me that, you know, you're looking to move forward. You know what I mean? That would tell me that you're looking to move another guy. Because you have Zaboral in there, too, like, rotting, you know, just sitting there getting healthy scratches all year long. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a first-round pick. Like, are you going to give that kid a chance to do anything or – uh, what's happening there? So, um, but there is some defenseman depth there, I guess. Uh, trip number three Bruins uh, win three awards at the NHL Awards Night. Bergeron is six Selkie. It was Montgomery with a Jack Adams Award. And Alina Sallmark won the Vesna. Do we care all that much?
1: Uh, we don't. We don't really care. The only the only one I care about is Bergeron with the Selkies because that puts him kind of in an elite category, uh as a you know, as a great or the best two way player of all time. if you wanna go by by Selkies and, and so forth. Uh, at least he's in the conversation. We've said that before. So that's really the only one I care about. The the other stuff I I it I don't care at all. I mean Borbarovsky won a Bezna and then was, you know, terrible for three years until he Mm -hmm. you know shows up and and you know gets hot against the bruins at the right time you know so that that stuff doesn't matter to me the jack jack adams award doesn't matter to me at all like i I don't i don't care it's nice sure great fantastic you you won some awards but you didn't win the award that's the most important you didn't win the one that everybody wants you to win and that's the cup. And, and, you know, all the individual stuff, I could care less. You know, it's, it's yeah. about the cup. I don't, I don't care if we have a hard Trophy winner. I don't care if we have a Rock of a Shard winner. Like, I don't, I don't care about any of that. Give me the big one that you can drink out of. The other ones right. are, you know, ornaments for the shelf.
0: Yeah, I, I don't understand why people get all wound up about about individual awards and snubs and everything. I I don't why I don't know why you care. Like that's an individual award for that guy. Like yeah. that guy's bonus and that guy's trophy and that guy's legacy. It has nothing to do with you and why do you care so much why do you get so wound up about it it's just i never cared at all about all-star selections or anything i don't care
1: yeah i mean the only thing it matters for it is to those guys for possibly their hall of fame candidacy like this guy was a six time all-star or this guy won six of these or five of those or whatever like it doesn't matter to the fan like the fan base shouldn't give a rat's ass like oh yeah Yeah. you know you, you can say oh my goalie won the Vezina well yeah and then he didn't show up in the playoffs and the other goalie outplayed him and your team lost in the first round like who gives a rat's ass oh you have the best record in the league your coach won the Jack Adams well yeah the coach that was here just won the Stanley cup with a different team. So that doesn't mean anything at all. So like no. it, all the individual stuff, you could talk about it all you want. If you're a fan base. Yeah. Oh, go out screaming from the rooftops. But the other guy has the, has the trophy that matters. Not you. Right.
0: Well, the Vezina trophy winner didn't finish either of the last two first round series. So there, there you have it. I mean, there, there you have his, his true value to this point. I mean, it is what it is. It's fact trade the guy. Uh, so tra- trade the guy now at 29 years old, strike while the iron's hot, like mm-hmm. you said, like get what you can for him and then you take that money. And it, I mean, we've seen with, with, with Bob and, and with Aiden Hill, like you need a hot goaltender it's, it's, it's investing all this money and they're going to invest eight to nine
1: million dollars in the goaltending next year. In a in a in a just look at Jordan Bennington situation. Just look at Jordan Bennington. He was hot he against face. the Bruins in 2019. He, he sucks. He's an He's asshole and he sucks. He sucks. And and he won the cup because he was hot at yeah. the right time. Matt
0: Murray. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he won a cup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I I you know Corey Crawford won three cups, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I,
1: you know, <laughs> two two or three at least two maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I just don't, I mean, why are they investing all this money? I I just, again, he's Sweeney and he's done a really good job in trades. He's done a little bit better with drafting and he's, he's been a little bit better as we go here as a GM. He's not as bad as we thought. He's probably not as good as we want and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But for God's sakes, he doesn't like to take risks. He doesn't, he, he is hanging by a thread on this core to the nth degree, including a possible reunion with another one, which is just maddening. Uh, Chirp 4. According to Kevin Paul DuPont, Don Sweeney thinks it's unlikely any of Orlov, Hathaway, Bertuzzi, or Nosik will resign. I I completely forgot about Nosik. I thought that was a foregone conclusion, and he was gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it... I mean it's not really what you're looking for. It's not, you know, no. you're not looking for the GM to come out and be like, Yeah, we, we we're not getting any of these guys. We're not getting any of those guys. We're not gonna resign any of those we're guys. We're not gonna resign we, any of the guys. We all, s- we spent all. all this draft capital on and we're just like, Yeah, yeah. And we well, went we went for that? it. We went for yeah. it. We missed. We fucked and it up and everybody's, up gone. And everybody's yeah. gone. So that's yeah. not exactly uh, you know, inspiring to uh no. the f- confidence of fans and and uh no. people like us. Uh, right. so, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of hate it. I kind of hate that he said yeah. that. Uh, I wish he would have said, you know, we're exploring all options and we're, we're going to try to, you know, do our best to, you know, feel the best team possible, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't love it at all. No, especially
0: if we don't really see any sign of, of filling those needs, <laughs> at all either. And that's, that's what, that's what I don't, I mean, if, if you heard a bunch of trade rumors about maybe they'll get this guy or, or maybe looking at patch or Cologne or other guys, like, then I would understand, like maybe you can get patch ready as this, you know, smaller deal, maybe get a smaller deal. I'd get that. I mean, I get that, but this, this is like, no, we're not signing any of these guys and we don't have any irons of the fire at all. So I don't know what's going to happen. We don't even have enough guys to play.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, if, so if you, you if know. you, if, if you're, you know, you trade hall and then you're like, well, we're not going to sign these guys, you know, and Bertuzzi is going to test free agency and that, but, if, but say like, yeah, uh, we, you know, there's a possibility we get Shifley or someone like that or right. or Lindholm right. from Calgary is something like that. Right. You know, if that turns out to be the case, fine. You know, I'm wrong, you know, bad on me, whatever. Uh, but you know, unless you, we see something like that, like I, I just don't, I just don't understand what, what he's doing. Uh, you know, with the cap space no. and and with the moves, yeah.
0: And and here's and here's trip number five. And this is what I don't understand either. Milan Lucic is reportedly is reportedly going to sign a deal for a little less than a million bucks a year, one year deal to return to Boston. And my question is. Why? And you're going to tell me the reason, and I am going to poo-poo it. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> the, reason, the reason is uh, that he'll uh, maybe, maybe uh, give some of these younger guys a little bit of room uh, on the ice. He'll, he'll fight, you know, fight some guys. Uh, he'll provide a little bit of leadership. I don't hate it for, for the veteran minimum. I don't. Um, but if you're going with the youth movement, then, you know, it should be a youth movement. Uh, but, uh, like you said, I think Sweeney's kind of stuck in this, um, you know, we need veteran presence and I, and I think he will provide some of that leadership and, and so forth. Um, uh, but you know, I, like I said, I don't mind it if it's for the veteran minimum, uh, cause I think he, he can be effective in certain situations. Okay. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. At 35
0: years old and the inability to skate, that uh, is a drawback. Gianluci now is, <laughs> is an eight minute to 10 minute player. Uh, you cannot have any type of effect on the ice. Last year, he had three fighting majors two in two days <laughs> and then one a month later. Okay, he had 43 penalty minutes, so he's not getting into fights, you're not getting into scrums, you're not committing penalties, you're not doing any of that at all. Uh, he's not. He's a, he, I think his rating was 6 out of 100 in his offensive uh, ability or offensive whatever, awareness or ability or effectiveness. Um, his analytics are god-awfully bad. Um, Ten years ago, he was great. In the 2013 playoffs, he was terrific uh, for them. Uh, he was fantastic literally until the end of his contract, and then they shipped him out to L.A., that was that was eight years ago. It's been ten years since that Stanley Cup final. My thing is, I get what the theory, like I get the theory behind it. Um, that yeah, you need someone who could step up for guys and be be rugged and be physical and be sort of a policeman on the ice. Here's the problem. It's that's not that's not the the biggest the biggest issue. The bigger issue is that Matt Kachuk and Sam Bennett and Sam Reinhart and all these Anthony Duclair and these guys out-toughed you, out-toughed you in the playoffs. And your fourth-line left wing, 35-year-old left wings playing eight minutes. Like, that's not the problem. The problem is your top six guys didn't step up, didn't didn't back down. They backed down in, in 2019 and in 2000. 23 like they back down to tougher more physical teams because that's the mo against you so it's not milan Lucci's that's going to help that it's your core of top six and your core of defensemen are not stepping up like they did in 2011 with ference and McQuaid and seidenberg and those guys it what in chara it's this is this is this team can't do it to that level. So the guys who play 20, 23 minutes a night, those are the guys who have to do that.
1: You have to shake up that core of guys. I 100% agree with all of what you just said there. I, okay. I don't I don't okay. think I don't think me, Milan Lucic is going to be the answer for your toughness thing. No. Uh, I think he can provide some of that in spurts. I think he will um, certainly charge up the fan base in home games if he drops the gloves a few times and provide an energy and a spark. And I think he can just by the threat of him because his hands are fucking bricks and he will lay you you out. Uh, I think if there are some young kids on the team, I think, I don't know if it necessarily will deter other people from taking runs at your young guys, but I think they may be more at ease out on the ice knowing that Milan Lucic is there to beat the bag out of somebody if they take a run at you, if they take a run at Merkulov or somebody like that. You know, he'll be the one to answer that. Whereas before it was Frederick. And, like, is anybody really afraid of Frederick? No. Like, so, you know, or Hathaway. Like, he's kind of a, you know, more of a middleweight. Like, Lucic is a heavyweight. Like, he's a heavyweight. Uh he can't skate a lick, like you said. Um and and so, you know, it will be in short spurts, but like I said, I don't mind it for the um, you know, if it's a veteran minimum under a million dollars type of thing, I don't mind it.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I mean I guess I, I guess, but I I'd I'd rather if someone posted that hey, you know, a line of Luchis, Frederick and Hathaway boy I don't want to be those guys on the ice I do if I'm an offensive player cuz you're going to score all sorts of fucking goals against those three guys and those three guys aren't going to play any defense at all and they two of them can't skate yeah. so that's that's an issue right there I mean that that line's playing 7 minutes a game and getting benched like that that's just not happening like mm-hmm. that can't happen so I that that line is not going to happen and not with any effectiveness it certainly isn't going to be if it's not Hathaway, it's not going to be Lauco or Steen or someone that's a that's a Just a tragedy waiting to happen. 100%. That's not good at all. So, you know, what it tells me, here's what it tells me, is that you don't believe in Lauco, You don't believe in Steen. You don't believe in some of these other guys. You have a problem. You you don't know if McLaughlin, like all of these guys who could play in the bottom six, all of those guys, you don't think they can do it. This seems so to me. 35 year old Lucci. I'll dude. tell you
1: what. This seems to me like another Cam Neely.
0: It is. And every time he inserts himself, it's, yeah. a, it's an utter fucking disaster. Like the, the Richie Boys, Felino in the beginning, although he salvaged something, mm-hmm. but, but the Richie Boys, Felino, anytime Does some right, Zach Ronaldo, every time some. some rugged guy that you think is going to create some Bruins bad, big, bad Bruins image, whatever. It's a, it's a Neely move and it's, it never works out. Backus, like it never works out because it, it, in theory, I get the theory of it, but it just, every time something like this happens and Neely is involved in it, I cringe.
1: I I mean, the league's just not the way it was when he played. And I think, and I think he, I think he still thinks it is. Yes, which is which is part of the part of the problem. It's a it's a speed skill league now um, with physicality, you know, mixed in when it gets time for that in the playoffs. Like, you know, during the regular season, it's a speed skill league. When you get into the playoffs, that's a different animal. Uh, and you need you need to have guys that are a little grittier and a little tougher. And the Bruins don't really have that on the back end, especially.
0: No, you know. Uh, and, and then look at your center depth, like, you know, Bergeron, Crazy Coil. Those guys don't do that. No, like, there's your three centers right down the middle. Like those, those guys aren't, you know, getting in scrums and and face washing guys and, you know, and, 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 you know, spearing a guy in the ass and stuff. They're not doing that stuff. But the other team is doing it to you. And you're getting the only time they didn't back down was in 2000. 11 with Vancouver was doing it but Vancouver was softer than you were yeah that's why it that's why it worked now St Louis and Florida and all these other teams are getting under your skin you know D'Angelo with Carolina getting under your skin and you're not responding that's on your top core that's on your core guys who play 20 minutes not the guy who plays eight minutes is 35 you can't skate like Mm -hmm. that that's this is not the move the move is to get a a, you know like an alex cologne who will get into that thing they should get
1: cologne i would love for them to get cologne
0: that's the guy i would that's the guy i would get like to change that whole image of that group the guys who play the game you know so okay fine he's not making a million and he's he's Lucic and, and it's not that I don't like the guy I mean I, I very much enjoyed the guy when he was here in his prime like I, I get all that but for God's sakes can we not the retreads like the Krug rumors and the do we know anybody else in the league does, does, does Sweeney scout anybody I don't in the think league? he does like for God's sakes like I mean and I know the, the ignorant you know this friggin ignorant you know simple minded Bruins fans are like yeah we're gonna get Lucic back you know what I mean he has hasn't done jack shit for like six years (laughs) you know he's he's just not that good he's not any good anymore like and he's not doing what you think he does he had three
1: fighting majors last year in 77 games he had 87 points in his last 287 games
0: (laughs) that's not good
1: that's not that's you know that's not good I mean, it's not Anton bleed, but it's not good. No. So my yeah. So my point is there. Like, take a fl- you know, you can take a flyer on a on a you know on a guy who is you know making under a million. But you know, if you're paying him any more than that, it's it's a huge mistake. And it, and like you said, yes. it may be a huge mistake anyways. That so uh, you know, and w- so we'll see how that goes. I was I mean, I was wrong about Felino in the beginning too. So right. uh, it's it's possible I'm completely wrong on this. Um, but but we'll see. Maybe they don't even sign him. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they don't. But, I mean, is this blocking, like, Glauco or McLaughlin? Is this blocking? Possibly.
0: Maybe you can groom into something, like some, you know, grind. Is it blocking Trevor Kuntar? Like, is it is it blocking guys who could potentially be, guys who could skate, and could potentially be a grinder-type guy, a guy yeah. that's under your skin type of guy? You know, can we just go find a guy like that? Do we... I mean, here's the other thing they have to scout when they scout these guys. Can you find guys who have a little bit of fucking, you know, asshole in them? Like, can you, can we do that thing? Like, I mean, I feel like oh, you should be able to do that thing, but they don't do that. Like they don't get guy. None of these guys are, are, are that type of guy. Can they get into that thing? Cause they keep losing to teams who have these guys Yeah, and that's what's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like, all right, chart uh, number six, the new Bruins logo for this
1: season and Eras Night. What do you think about these uh, things? Love it, love it all. Yeah, I, love I think that. it's, I love I, li- I think it's tremendous. I like oh, the new oh, logo yeah. a lot. I yeah. probably uh, will will maybe be purchasing a, a sweater, Bruins sweater with uh, with the new hundred uh, centennial logo on there. And the Eras Nights is fantastic. So mm-hmm. so I watched a little video of it. It looks like they're going to do a uh, different jersey for each one of the the different eras on those on those six different nights. So that is fantastic. I love the hell out of that thing. So, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. good on the Bruins for, uh, you know, doing these, uh, kind of little cool things for the, for the centennial. Uh, hopefully the team is good because, uh, if the team is not good, uh, wearing a, wearing an error sweater from the, you know, the seventies cup team, uh, isn't going to do a whole lot if you're getting fucking buckled by the Buffalo Sabres. So, um, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know if the Bruins are playing them on an error's night, but, but, but my point is you better have a team that can, that can, uh, you know, perform on the ice. Uh, otherwise these gimmicky things, uh, the Bruins fans will see right through that. And, um, you know, uh, it, it's not going to be very pleasant over at the garden. So I, I love it. I love all the logos. I love the whole thing. But you better have a team on the ice that's that's able to uh, back it up and play well.
0: Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, the centennial year. And I think that, you know, look, the, the, the ownership, here's the other part of it. And it, some of it's not Sweeney's fault. And here's what's not Sweeney's fault. Like the ownership wants, you know, the, the one playoff series at the least. Like that, they're okay with that thing. So Sweeney is a little less... He's more apprehensive to be like, okay, let's let's reload this thing. Maybe we missed the playoffs this year, but let's do the right thing for the franchise going forward. I think he's a little apprehensive be- to, to miss the playoffs. Sure yes, And I think that that's, that's also – that's why we get into this in-between thing all the time. Mm-hmm. And we're in between right now in a hard way. Like we're between a rock and a hard place, as uh, the Rolling Stones would say. Uh, All right, Uh, uh, Chirp number seven, Don Sweeney uh, was the GM in 2015, so that's eight years ago. He has traded a grand total of 21 draft picks in the eight years. Uh, Mind-blowing, really. And uh, of the uh, 21, five first-rounders, three, four, five, Second rounders <laughs> as well. So that's 10 first and second round picks in the last eight years uh, from Don Sweeney.
1: I, I, I mean, and, and, and they've been going for it, but my goodness. And they have nothing that's to budget. show for it. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing now to show for it.
0: I will say this that I did a little bit of research on some of these picks and not a lot of these picks amounted to much. Mario Ferraro is a defenseman for the San Jose Sharks is decent. Uh, Declan Chisholm is a is a pretty good HL defenseman is is getting starting to get some time with the hurricanes, I think. But there's there hasn't been a lot of good picks from these, but uh, they have given up a first for Lindholm, a first for Orlov, Hathaway, and a first for Bertuzzi, and they won't have three of those four guys.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot to give up, and and we've kind of harped on it that you want them to go for it, and they went for it, um, but they mm-hmm. just they just didn't get there. Like I I no. I was happy about the Lindholm deal. I was happy about the mm-hmm. Orlov and Hathaway deals. I was happy about the Bertuzzi deal. I was happy about the Hall deal. Um, so. You know, I was happy about the Rick Nash deal. So all, you know, all those things, um, you know, involve first round picks. I was happy at the time that they that they stepped up and kind of went for it. Uh, none of that worked out uh, the way they would have liked. And and, you know, Nash ended with his, you know, concussions and, and left the league shortly after. And and it sounds like, you know, they're not going to be able to re-sign or love Hathaway Bertuzzi. Lindholm they've signed to uh, a, you know a long-term extension so that was good but uh, overall it, it's just uh, you know a lot of draft capital off the boards for not much in return yeah
0: and you know I yeah and just not a lot and Andre Kasha, that was another one the first round pick to get rid of Bax's deal I mean yikes I mean um, you know there, there's some there that are uh, that are great. And, and you don't have a great prospect pool now because you were good and because you gave away a lot of picks. So, um, you know, that's kind of the, that's kind of uh, a bad recipe right there. You know, just quickly before we go uh, on to it, what, uh, what is your thoughts? I, I, what are your thoughts on Jake DeBrusque a year to go? Do you think they move him or do you think they extend him?
1: I think they probably try to extend him. Okay. I don't think so they he will. One year left. So next year they'll have a lot of cap space,
0: or a lot more anyway, because they have some guys coming off the books and so forth. is um, making four now. He gets another 25-goal season. I think he's a $6 million player. I I would agree with that. So um, do you think they would go like a five for 30? Yeah, him? I think they would.
1: They would, Hmm. I think so.
0: Okay, a five for thirty for Jake Brown. Yeah, I mean, if uh... if
1: he's doing that, I mean, you could, I mean, Charlie Coyle makes that. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, I mean that's true.
0: Right, that's that's
1: very true. And then you have then you have the Martian thing where he's. He's getting toward the end of it too. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. It will be because I think Marchand, and we've talked about this before, but I think Marchand is done when his contract's up in two years.
0: I think uh, he might be done. I think he might be done. Uh, any updates on the Bergeron thing for you? What do you What do you sense from him? I think he's out. I think he's done. I think he's done now. I think he's done. I thought he was sixty forty to come back. Now, especially with this Lucci's thing, like this locker room thing that they're concerned about, all of a sudden, like. Uh, I think he I think he is gone like I think he is done and and the, and from what Neely said in the uh, press conference or to the media that they were going on the assumption that Bergeron and Krejci were gone last year was a little different they were going on the assumption that that Bergeron was coming back <laughs> so that's a different little spin and that's not very comforting the one th- um, it, and it's also the other sign to me is they're not being more aggressive to try to improve the roster. Um, So if Bergeron was coming back for one final
1: swing at it, I would think they would be a little more aggressive. The one thing that I will say that I think – could be a possibility, and I don't know how the cap and waivers and all that stuff works, is if Bergeron kind of pulls Roger Clemens and they let him be with his kid through right. the beginning of the season and then come around, you know, Christmas time or Thanksgiving or whatever, they say, you know, Bergeron, why don't you come back and play the rest of the year and we'll give you a right. prorated contract. You know, based off of, you know, you're missing however many, you know, a third of the season or half of the season or whatever it is. And, you know, maybe he comes back, he's a little fresher. He'll be a little fresher for the playoffs, possibly. And then, you you know, someone on long term IR. Yeah. And then you and you and you you do that piece where you get him for a kind of a short money deal where he doesn't have to to put in as much wear and tear on him over the course of a full season. And, and you do something like that where you got a kind of a Roger Clemens thing where he comes back and pitches, you know, the second half of the year kind of a thing. So I could see that maybe as a possibility, depending on what the waiver stuff is. I'm not really sure as far as that goes, if he would have to pass through or, or whatever him being property of the Bruins, how that all works or, or whatever. But, um, I could see that as a possibility if if the you know the financials and the waivers and that stuff work out. Right. Right. Interesting. Uh, all right. DraftKings Sportsbook. Boston's hometown sportsbook is live right here in Massachusetts.
0: Bet local on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings to celebrate all new customers will receive up to $200 in bonus bets. When you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook using code ITR, you can now bet local on money line spreads, props, and more with one of America's top rated sportsbooks, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with the code ITR to get up to $200 in bonus bets to use. Now that mobile sports betting is live in Massachusetts,
1: that's code ITR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, call 800-327-5050 or visit helplinema.org. Uh I lost my place. Yeah, oh, jeez. Free and confidentially, 24-7, 21-plus, physically present mass. Eligibility restrictions apply. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Often required. Bonus issued as free bets. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah right. For- <laughs> Sorry, DraftKings. Is- I'll do better next time.
0: <laughs> benders in the news, uh, great segue. Right into benders in the news, and uh, the bender first bender uh, is a uh, is a real butte. Uh, this story coming in. My jailed fiance mailed me his sperm in a sandwich bag to get me pregnant. What? What? <laughs> first of all, I, I I've never had my sperm in a sandwich bag. But let's be honest, I've had it in other materials. (laughs) And doesn't it, like, go away? Like, doesn't it disintegrate? Doesn't it dissipate?
1: I don't know. It won't won't stay in there, will it? it? Sealed? Uh, Sealed probably will, sure. Sealed sample? Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay. I mean, do, do 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 I... you, can you, does it need to be cooled? Like, is it refrigerated? Like what is happening? Are you just putting that in like a number 10 envelope, just mailing that off? You know, you could use, <laughs> use that dry ice. <laughs> what are you, you're putting that in an envelope with like a security tint, so they, they don't know what's inside, right. like yeah. a check or a hundred dollar yeah. bill. You got to, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. I was gonna get cannolis from Mike Pastry once, uh, you know, mail to me. Yeah,
0: I had to put it in like the dry ice thing for like sixty bucks. Sure. I would think I'd have to put my sperm on the dry ice. Thing. I think so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. I mean, come on. If a cannoli melts, then
1: the sperm's gonna die. Yeah, I think so. Right. I think the sperm would die. <laughs> and 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 then and then and then what do you do once you get it? Like yeah, once yeah, the what do you do? once like the you woman the gets it, there, so she now she has loves- it in the in the in the in the sandwich bag, you know yeah. the Ziploc. What do you do? What do, you, do? you got syringe? a yeah. What do you got a turkey baster, and you are like, yeah. you know, yeah. giving a little squirt. What's oh, like? Well, mean, what's yeah. ha- what's happening Don't you there? Hit the, you have to hit the egg. Like, where's the e- yeah? Like, what's he, happening he, there? Are you a, are you a marksman? <laughs> like, is there, where's the egg? <laughs> Like, he, Are you like, a marksman? What do you got a? Uh, you, you got some? You got a bow and arrow? You got a target? What's that? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. That is that's that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. And
0: that seems like a that seems like a lot of work and maybe an over an overthinking sort of situation. Yeah, I think um, so. You know, I, I I think you have a better chance of sneaking into the jail and
1: having a sex with the dude. I agree with you, you. Have to you know to, yeah. You know, to take the bag of bag of sperm, <laughs> bag of sperm, bag of sperm, Bag-o-sperm. like they sell it, bagus, you know. Bag
0: of the... sperm. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, you know what's the, all the all the new rage in the world is the uh, throwing shit at at, uh, at, Celebrities? Concerts, at, uh, yeah. at 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 music at musicians and concerts. A mortified pink, stunned by a fan
1: throwing his mother's asses ashes onto stage during the show. Well, at least it's not something that could harm her, you know. Right. Uh, you know, like a like a, like BB like a, taking a yeah. taking a cell phone off the dome. Oh yeah, you know, like that Martian commercial yeah. of pure hockey. Hey, you got a big dome, eh? He's whacking dome. him in the <laughs> helmet. <laughs> got a big dome, eh? So yeah, I mean, you know. spreading your ashes. I mean, that's nice. Maybe that you know, yeah. maybe the maybe the maybe the people that died really like pink. Have to you think know, so, the, right?
0: The, the, the article makes me. The article makes me. Uh, Makes me giggle a little bit. Pink was left gobsmacked <laughs> after, a con- <laughs> after, after a concert. Go, and tossed a bag of their mother's ashes on stage during her headlining set at the British Summertime Festival in London over the weekend. Uh, is this your mom? Pink asked. <laughs> <laughs> is she <It's>
1: a <laughs> bag holding the cremated remains? What is? Uh, what is? Yeah. What is happening? Why are people doing things with yeah. plastic bags? Leave yeah. the plastic bags, yeah. the ashes, yeah. and the sperm at home, folks. Yeah. Leave it at home. Okay? Yeah. Leave it at home. I thought we were against plastic. I thought we were going to paper. Yeah. going to paper? To well, you got to pay, like, you gotta pay pe- for the paper bags at Stop and Shop now. You got to pay for them. You know, here's the, here's the,
0: here's the biggest hypocrisy in, in, in the country is that, is that you have to get a paper bag at Hannaford, but you can take all the plastic bags in the world and put your cucumbers in them in the produce department. Yeah, you, you ever noticed that? Yeah, you like, can. plastic bags all over the fucking place. Yeah, to put your in meat, put your meat in there. Meat department. Sure. Yeah. Do you want your meat in a plastic bag? What do you mean? You mean the plastic bag? I'm not allowed to use?
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah go ahead and <laughs> throw it. it throw it right in there. Love it. Yeah, throw it and then throw it in the paper bag that is gonna rip and tear in the parking lot. I you know, swear at you. You know what? Yeah. How about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna tear like. 15 or 16 plastic bags from the from the produce department and I'll just bring them up front. You can bag my groceries right in those motherfuckers, all right? Just gonna hold my can. Of all right. You, just, you know, I'll throw everything in those. Throw everything right in those <laughs> plastic bags. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm not giving oh, you 15 cents for, for, for a paper bag that's going to rip on me in 20 seconds. Oh my God. I'm not doing oh my it. Because the people don't know how to bag anymore either. That's another Nobody thing. Knows. They don't know how to bag God. anymore. Here's some Clorox. Let me put that right yeah. next to your hamburger and your ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a, here's a loose broccoli head. Let's put that with the, with the toilet cleaner. Excellent idea. (laughs) And you know what else we'll do? We'll put 4,000 cans of baked beans in the same bag. Great. All of them. All of the beans. Put them all together in the bag. Fucking assholes. The the the, whole thing.
0: In the bag that has gotten worse and worse as time has gone by. I don't know what they did to plastic paper bags, but they are
1: terrible now. They are are terrible. The only use for them now is to cover your textbooks, kids. That's it. Yes. Cover your textbooks with the paper bags. Got to cut them. You got to cut them down. Time. But you got yeah. to that, That's that's what you use them for. Covering over, textbooks. I had a bitch of a time with those. Oh, things. son oh of a god, bitch!
0: What a pain Jesus. in the ass that was. Oh my god! Um, all right. And, and the last story: a man with a heart-shaped face tattoo accused of of pelting
1: skittles at restaurant patrons. <laughs> we just like throwing shit, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <people> <laughs> shit at the people. moral of the story is throw shit at people. I think oh that's what gosh. the moral of the story is.
0: Throw a shit at man with a heart-shaped tattoo under his eye was arrested this month for allegedly pelting patrons and servers in a restaurant with skittles, according to the police. I mean, that sounds sk- like fun, honestly. Nineteen years old began throwing skittles at employees and customers. And officers notice skittles all over the ground, a bag of skittles in the, and the garbage.
1: <laughs> Evidence everywhere. Okay, so uh, so now it comes down to this: so what kind of skittles are, are they throwing at people? Like, are you keeping the ones you like? You know what I mean? Oh, that's that's true. Maybe so you're keeping, you keeping like. you keeping the you know you keeping yeah. the cherry and the and the grape, and you're yeah. throwing the lime and the lemon away. Yeah. What are you doing? You're throwing yeah. all the yellow and green ones at people and keeping the red and the purple. I'll be honest; it, it's it's on the list of the of my least favorite candies or Skittles. I just never got
0: into them. They, you know, they you, you chew them and then at the end they are kind of like grainy and
1: yeah, it is. I don't, yep. I, I, don't I don't like them. I, so I just don't like them. I'm I'm just a big sweets guy. So pretty much any kind of sweets you can yeah, give to me and Skittles, I'll eat yeah. it. I you know I would just throw a handful in my mouth like a yeah. you know. Yeah. sixty of them or whatever. <laughs> like, like, just like, chew them like, all at like, once, like, <laughs> like a whole bag. I just drink a whole bag yeah. and then yeah. chew them all together. And that's like a fruit, and that's like a fruit punch. You got a you yeah, know you little combination of everything. Okay. Yeah, a little mixture. What, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a spree over a Skittle any day of the week. I'll, I'll give me a sprees. Starburst. I don't like those oh, okay. hard ones. I don't like the real hard candies. So like I hard, no, yeah. I don't. I don't. You like the you like this? So you don't like the uh, what are the what are the big yellow balls? there? the jawbreakers. No, fuck those things. Oh Jesus! I don't want to break it's a death. tooth eating a candy. I'll take a crown right out. Yeah, just give me, things. give me, give me a pixie stick or something instead. That just pure yeah. sugar down the gullet. Pure sugar, and... the, yeah. the
0: friggin' the friggin' yeah. thing with the what is the the pouch thing? What the hell is that? A oh, fun uh, dip with the sugar. The fun dip. Yeah, <laughs> the fun dip. Of course, I would eat the, the candy. Yeah, and then I have my yeah. finger in the last two packets
1: there. Yeah, the only pouch candy I'm going for is the big league chew. The rest of the Ooh, pouches can yeah. fuck right off. <laughs> yeah. Talk about putting the whole bag of that. In. Oh, yeah. Give me Absolutely. a great big league. Chew. I used to do it, too. I would I yeah. like I job. probably expanded my like it's probably harming me as an adult because I think I expanded <laughs> my cheek sizes from yeah. from having a full bag of big league chew in my mouth at all times oh, when I was God. playing oh, baseball. As like, oh, a kid. my God. I mean, yeah. that's
0: uh, it probably did. I mean, the damage you've done
1: over the years. Yeah. Yeah,
0: is well chronicled. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. Hey, the uh, Bruins regular season schedule came out. <laughs> hey, great! You know, on April April the second, they are in Nashville, and I will be as well. Yeah, let's do the hell out of that, that thing, that right? I'm going to, I'm going to Nashville August second. Are you? Uh, for that till I'm I'm gonna try like hell. I'm gonna try
1: to get. To when it. is it? I'm, I'm going August second. August second? I mean, sorry, April second. Oh April Jesus. 2nd. Okay, April April I can do. August I can't do. April
0: second is right after basketball. I am I am firing all cylinders right there. It's two weeks after the Big
1: East tournament, so I'm going to the Big East tournament. With yep, you. We're doing and that. I'm going to fucking Nashville. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's that's what's happening. I'm all about it. Next spring. Bruins Benders on the Road. Bruins Benders Bruins Road Benders trip. on the road. Yeah.
0: Nashville. I mean Nashville, it's uh, re-
1: research purposes only, obviously. Yes. On the on the inside of the rink dime. Yeah, Uh, obviously. Yeah,
0: private jets and whatnot, sure. Yeah, talk to the bosses that be and the endless (laughs) supply of uh, of disposable income. Uh, Yeah, so the uh, regular season they open up with, uh, at home, October 11th is opening night against
1: your Chicago (laughs) Blackhawks. Yeah, Connor Bedard. Yeah, and Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard comes. This is like Mario Lemieux's first game. Did he? Mario Lemieux yeah. scores first goal against the Bruins. His
0: first goal against the Bruins yeah. at the Garden. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a so very similar did. situation, probably. Connor Bedard's going to go out there and dangle, <laughs> dangle around, uh, you know, yeah. Brandon Carlo, and and walk in and score. So that's going to be a big ticket item. Sure will. A yeah, program, that's a that's going to yeah. A lot of Blackhawk fans at that game, I bet, paying oh, big I money. I bet they will be. Playing yeah, big money to come. Fairly well, so they well. They do. Blackhawks
0: yeah, fans. sure. Yeah, original six. Um, so the draft, day two of the draft uh, is Thursday. Uh, Bruins will select 92 and then some. Um, maybe they make a trade in the second round. Who knows? And free agency, July the 1st. So on Saturday, I believe it's noontime, I think. Yes, I believe uh, it free, is. Free agency begins. Yep. So that
1: will be – it's usually a whirlwind. Last year it was like a buzzsaw for two hours. Yeah, you'll and see Milan Lucic to the Bruins at 12.01. So everybody yeah, be yep. super excited <laughs> about that's that. That's a priority. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, you'll see all sorts
0: of free agency. Uh, not a great class, uh, but you might see some RFAs moving around. I really thought you'd see – Although, can you not sign your RFAs? Can you sign your RFAs now? Yeah. You can, right? You can. I'm I'm really surprised Frederick isn't done. Like, I thought that would be done.
1: It's not big money. No, it it shouldn't be. be. I mean, he's coming off a career year, though, so there's probably some of that in there. Swayman has said that he would go to arbitration, and Sweeney said that
0: they won't. So I think that deal will get done, but that's going to be more than I want to spend on two goalies. Uh, I'd rather just give him the... You know, give him a you know four-year deal, you know four million a year or whatever, four for sixteen, and trade Elmark To be honest with you, sure, I'm behind that. You know, who, who am I? Who am I? Uh, go to InsideTheRink.com for Bruins Benders merchandise. Follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Bruins Benders. You want to subscribe to the Inside The Rank YouTube page? Tell all your friends. Sign up for ESPN Plus. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code ITR. And uh, thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the Bruins Benders podcast. And go Bruins! Thanks a lot.
1: Mm, bye bye.